This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen, nabina Muhammad. وعلى آله وصحبه والتابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد. We praise Allah subhanahu wa taala. We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, his entire household, all his companions. We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to bless them all and to bless every single one of us, to grant us goodness and forgiveness, to help us to make the most of this beautiful month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to grant us the softening of the hearts. And at the same time, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us permanent positive change and not just change that will be felt only in the month of Ramadan. And once the month of Ramadan leaves, we too abandon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, it's important for us to know that the struggle is for paradise. What I want, what you want, we are supposed to be focused on one thing, that is Jannah. If you pause for a moment and think about the beauty of this world, it is so fake. If you were to look at it, everything we have here will be left behind exactly here. Ask yourself, what do I have? My perfumes, my watches, my phones, my cars, you know, the, the spouse I have, the children, whatever else you have. To be honest, you met whatever you had and have here. And when you leave, you leave alone, singular. One. So all your material items will be left behind. Yes, your family members may join you by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there too, there are certain conditions. And that is we all need to be heading in the right direction. If a person is heading towards paradise and the other one is heading towards hellfire, how do we expect to meet in the hereafter? This is why if you'd like to meet your family members, you need to start doing good deeds. And you need to realize the rat race that we are in right now in order to lead a better life is actually far less important than the real race for Jannah and for paradise. If I were to die here and now, true success is if Allah were to tell me for you is Jannah, even if I had nothing in this world. And the biggest failure is a person who's had everything in this world completely They've had good health, they've had wealth, they've had family members, they've had happiness, they've had peace, they've had so much. But the moment they die, they find out that they actually have not succeeded in earning Jannah. So with this in mind, I want to spend the next few minutes reminding us that my brothers and sisters, increase your good deeds because you never know which deed it is that will actually help you gain entry into paradise. I want to start off by giving you a very interesting example that we all know. The Prophet ﷺ said, there was once a man, he was a sinful man and he saw a dog and he noticed the dog was extremely thirsty and was actually rubbing its nose into the dust. And he realized that this dog is thirsty. So he decided to take his own leather sock, literally a boot that he wore, the type of boots they wore at the time. And he decided to release it into the well, fill it up with water and come back. And this dog that is actually considered a dirty animal, 
he decided to quench the thirst of the dog because of the mercy he felt for a creature of the same creator. Do you know what that means? The one who made me made everything else. Even though I'm not allowed to consume a dog, I have rules and regulations when it comes to my relationship with the dog and the cleanliness and purity. Big rules, big regulations. But he felt that this is a creature of the same maker. And this, this creature is struggling. I have the ability to do something for it. And perhaps it might quench its thirst. And the hadith says, the man achieved paradise through the one deed. When Allah saw the deed, he said, for you is Jannah. It's the compassion. It's the feeling. Today, as we speak, about a hundred people have just been gunned down in Nigeria while they were in a masjid. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. In the name of Islam, in the name of the Quran, in the name of the Sunnah of Muhammad yet that type of behavior is the furthest away from Islam, from Allah, from Rasulullah and from any one of us who are sane Muslimin. If compassion towards a dog would actually make a person earn paradise, what do you think will be the value of one who is compassionate towards fellow human beings who do not share the same faith? Subhanallah. If I were to see a non-Muslim, my duty is to try my best to reach out to this person so that they can see the beauty of the faith we belong to. All of us, without a single exception. Somewhere up the ladder, our forefathers were not Muslim. Someone made an effort and Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah that they entered the fold of Islam. If the attitude of Islam was such that we were meant to gun down people we disagreed with completely, Muslim, non-Muslim, whoever else, then we would have not been Muslimin today. I don't even think we would have existed. Common logic, common sense. May Allah protect us from deviant ideology. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from this type of unacceptable thinking that is creeping into the frustrated youth of the ummah. No matter how deep your frustrations are, my brothers and sisters, remember every time when you see a dog, remember that you are meant to be compassionate towards the dog. What about fellow human beings? This is your jannah. This is your paradise. Reach out to people in a beautiful way. Go and feed, go and clothe, Muslim, non-Muslim, whoever else it is. When an enemy of yours realizes that your character and conduct goes far beyond theirs, they would soften up at a certain stage by the will of Allah. Even if they haven't softened up, your duty was fulfilled between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need to know this. You need to realize. People look at you. They should see the calmness of a believer in your face they should see it in your movement they should see it in your character and this is why let's go to one of the most powerful deeds that will take people into jannah the prophet peace be upon him was asked a simple question which are the deeds that will make people earn paradise very simple he said two things the consciousness of allah and good character conduct so if you are conscious of allah i'd like to spend a minute explaining the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would be fulfilling your salah. You would be a person who understands the value of the shahada. You know what is the shahada? When I say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, there is none worthy of worship besides Allah. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is his final messenger. It is the most powerful statement in existence. 
It is a statement that will result in the entry into paradise of people who have files filled with sin. Perhaps each file from the east to the west, as per one of the narrations of Muhammad He says a man will come on the day of judgment with 99 files full of sin, each file from the east to the west. And he will be asked, are these your deeds? He will not be able to deny anything. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask the angels to place the deeds on the scale. And obviously these are all bad deeds. And suddenly from one of those files, a little card will actually fall out. And that card will have said, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. This man has uttered this declaration of faith once in his life correctly, properly, with conviction, believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah will say, put that on the other side of the scale. And you know what? It will tip the scale. Subhanallah. And the man will be granted Jannah. It is known as the hadith of the card. Look at the amount of mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We feel hopeful because of these type of narrations. Otherwise, if you were to listen to the punishment and the wrath and Jahannam and, and hellfire and, and the blaze that it has, perhaps shaitan might make us lose hope momentarily. But it's definitely the balance of the Quran, the balance of revelation that makes us feel this hope and we continue struggling and going on and on trying to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah help us. So this is the power of the shahada. Taqwallahi, the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would entail that you abstain from prohibition as best as possible, as far as possible. Wherever you have faulted, your consciousness of Allah makes you repent very quickly. Today, look, we are seated here. Wallahi, we are getting to the most blessed moments ever. You have a month of Ramadan. You have the second half of Ramadan. You have a day of a Friday. You have almost midday. You are sitting here with the Imam. We are sitting and listening to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His words, a reminder. All of us want to leave this place feeling good, feeling plugged in with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hearts are softened. This is a time of acceptance of dua. If you don't seize this moment to turn to Allah, you've wasted it. You've wasted it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us feel the love, feel the spirituality, feel the bond. My brothers and sisters, we are all part of one ummah. We are all brothers and sisters. Say what you would like. We are all brothers and sisters under the banner of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The best from amongst us is he or she who feels that bond of shahada, even though we may have our little differences. Remember this. If you want to know how clean your heart is, ask yourself, what is the feeling I have in my heart for the others who share the banner of La ilaha illallah with me? Subhanallah. That answer would actually tell you exactly where you stand in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because that declaration is a banner of Allah, not yours, not mine. Shaitan comes in to make us separate ourselves, to make us hate ourselves because of one or two differences, not realizing that the spouses who get along like a house on fire would also have differences. If we were to hate each other because of the fact that I'm a tea man and she's a coffee man, we are foolish. Or she's a coffee woman, sorry. But this is what happens. We can never ever let shaitan creep in to make us hate one another after we've declared the shahada yes we will discuss our differences we will educate one another we will help each other eradicate perhaps shirk eradicate bid'ah eradicate innovation eradicate anything that may be wrong but all that is part and parcel of helping one another it's not a war that i need to declare with you solely because you've made a mistake or you might be ignorant in fact it is a challenge it is an opportunity that allah's placed for me to be able to reach out to you to educate you and vice versa. 
It's an opportunity. It's a challenge. And remember this. When you make an effort to educate someone, that is your ticket to paradise. Because to learn knowledge, to put it into practice, and to convey it to others is definitely one of the ways of earning Jannah. It is paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum, they struggled. They strove over the centuries. We found the deen coming to us in a way that today we are sitting here in, in this beautiful masjid, one of the most beautiful masjids that perhaps we've seen. MashaAllah. Whose effort was this? It's the effort of a chain of people. You may never know them. But we need to say, Oh Allah, bless them all. Today we are seated here eating from the fruit of a tree that we did not really sow. Subhanallah. Some of us are bashing the tree down, trying to cut it down, and yet the tree refuses to be chopped down. It continues growing, continues bearing fruit, and you continue eating from the fruit, not realizing that your actions are actually against the tree. But it's so merciful, it keeps on giving you. Subhanallah. Look at Allah. How many of us are not proud of the deeds we've done? We've committed sin. We've gambled perhaps, drunk perhaps, alcohol, intoxicants, adultery, fornication, what not. You name it, it's there. Through the mercy of Allah, He still keeps on giving us fresh air to breathe. He gives us eyes to see. He gives us so much, subhanAllah. He's given us children and families and so much amazing. We still happen to concentrate on the little bit that we don't have. And we still happen to be ungrateful to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So going back to the narration of taqwa Allah, the next thing that the Prophet ﷺ says is husnul khuluq. In one narration, he says, the heaviest thing on the scales of the day of judgment will be good character and conduct. Do you know what that is? It's your relationship with fellow human beings, your relationship with the rest of creation. There are two things mentioned in this hadith. People will be earning Jannah because of their relation with Allah and their relation with the rest of the creatures of the same Allah. Amazing. Look at the brothers and sisters around you and ask yourself, what's my link with them? You know what's your link? He who made you made them. That's what it is. You are brothers and sisters. If you don't feel that there's something wrong with you, take a look at the others, the kuffar on the streets. What's your link with them? Those who disbelieve, those who hate Islam, those who have fought Islam, what's your link with them? He who made you made them. We are all a test for one another. Reach out positively. Brothers and sisters, we are living at a time when technology is at a peak. When people are highly educated, you have double doctorates and you have PhD is like, you know, being dished out no man's business, subhanAllah. But we have so much of intolerance because we've allowed shaitan to overtake us. We have so much of hatred in us. We need to deal with this. Let's go back to basics. Let's look at Muhammad sallallahu treatment of the hypocrites whom he was issued a list with to say these people are hypocrites. Some of the companions said, can we execute them? And he said, never. That's not what Muhammad sallallahu was sent with. He was sent as a mercy to entire creation. Sallallahu alayhi wa But here we are today. It's the opposite. In one family, we are 10 pieces. In one community, we have five groups. In one masjid, we have a, the, the window group and the non-window group. Do you know what that is? Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. The fan and the aircon group and the ones who don't want it. We are fighting, debating over five minutes more that the imam is taking with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's it. The masjid is almost broken to pieces. This is a reality. Look at how shaitan's crept in. And look at how he's distancing us from Jannah. So the deeds of paradise, my brothers and sisters, we need to understand, develop your character. Speak to people with respect. Learn to fulfill what you have promised. Learn to have mercy on people. Those whom you may not like what they look like. 
uh, tell yourself, this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who am I not to like what Allah has created? Who am I to have this feeling that I am better? If Allah wants, He can change you here and now to become lower than them in every aspect of the term low. May Allah forgive us. It's the mercy of Allah that has made us sit here today. It is the mercy of Allah that we are listening to this. It's the mercy of Allah that it's the month of Ramadan. We're talking about how to earn Jannah. And subhanAllah, I've just stopped at one point, And that is character and conduct because it is so vast. It is so great. It encompasses absolutely everything. Cleanse your heart. Remove from it hatred, jealousy, envy. Remove from it pride. The hadith says, those who have a droplet or a mustard seeds weight worth of pride in their hearts will not enter Jannah. They will not enter paradise. There is no place in paradise for them. That is but a warning. For whom? For those who have a heart to say, cleanse it, clean it. Take out that hatred. Take out jealousy. You look at people, learn to love them. Sort out your matter. When you have a big issue, tell yourself, this is my opportunity to earn Jannah. Let me try and reach out to people. Yes, if you've tried your best and still you are not achieving, you leave the rest in the hands of Allah. You don't need to become dirty and ugly about it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us love one another. Then he was asked, what deeds will make people earn or be thrown into hellfire? I need to know that. You need to know that. He said, Al-famu wal-farju. I'm going to mention two organs, he says. Not the deeds, the organs. The mouth and the private parts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. Look at your mouth. What you say, how you utter things, what you utter will actually result in your entry in Jannah or otherwise. Look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us through the blessed narration of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in one of the most melodious narrations, he says, كَلِمَتَانِ خَفِيفَتَانِ عَلَى اللِّسَانِ ثَقِيلَتَانِ فِي الْمِيزَانِ حَبِيبَتَانِ إِلَى الرَّحْمَانِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَمْدِهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ الْعَظِيمِ the last narration of Sahih al-Bukhari, where the Prophet ﷺ says there are two words that are so loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so light on the tongue and so heavy on the scales, they happen to be the declaration of the praise of Allah using the words Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi, Subhanallahi al-Azim. Very heavy on the scale, simple. What am I saying? I am declaring the praise of Allah. Glory be to you, O Allah. All praise is due to you, O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you are the greatest. That's what I'm saying. So to use your tongue to praise Allah is a means of your entry into Jannah. Use it, my brothers and sisters. I want to ask you to do one thing. We are in Ramadan. We are, we are in this beautiful day, Friday, this beautiful moment. Become conscious of how many times you praise Allah in the day. Whether it's in English or Arabic or whatever it is. Ask yourself, how many times did I praise Allah? Oh Allah, I praise you. Praise be to you, oh Allah. Glory be to you, oh Allah. You are the greatest, oh Allah. I love you, oh Allah. I want you to love me too, oh Allah. Keep on speaking to Allah through the day. Make it your habit. You will enter paradise with simple ease by the will of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because these words are heavy on the scale. You're talking to Allah. You're praising Him. He knows your struggle. Not a single one of us can say, we do not have any struggles. We all have challenges. Everyone. Sometimes it's your health, it's your wealth, it's your family, whatever else it is. But Allah knows it. But you're still praising Allah. Praise Him. 
a lot of us pay lip service to the praise of Allah, we haven't really thought of what we've uttered. We say Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah so many times. At the end of the day, you don't even know what you've said. May Allah forgive us. It's like I usually say, the people who say Astaghfirullah, they say it so fast that after a while it sounds like stuck for life. May Allah forgive us. Really. And that's an insult to Allah. I'd rather say, Oh Allah, forgive me. Oh Allah, I love you. I'd rather say it in my own language that I understand. There's nothing wrong with it. The value and merit of the Arabic language is in its place. Definitely. We don't want to undermine that. But if it's going to result in lack of concentration, perhaps you want to test it out in a language that you know and you understand so that it may impact on you in a greater way. Subhanallah. Don't get me wrong. We are not undermining the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all. But we are offering some words for those who are weak, perhaps to get to that level before they can actually benefit from it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. So these are the words of Jannah. This is what will get you to paradise, my brothers and sisters. Good words. Take a, take a look at what Allah has bestowed upon you. Be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the month of Ramadan. Do you know what we are taught? We are taught that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want from you the fact that you stay away from food and drink and permissible uh, intimacy with your spouse. That's not what He wants from you alone. No. He requires you to achieve piety through the fast such that He says, if you are not going to be bothered about what comes out of your mouth during the fast, then you've wasted your time staying away from food and drink. مَن لَمْ يَدْعْ قَوْلَ الزُّورِ وَالْعَمَلَ بِهِ وَالْجَهْلِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةٌ فِي أَنْ يَدْعَ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ Whoever is not going to abstain from foul language, false witness and so on, from bad things, vulgar words coming out of their mouth during the fast, then Allah has no need of the fact that they've stayed away from their food and drink through the day. They wasted their time. What does this mean? This means Ramadan, we're meant to be disciplining ourselves even when it comes to the way we speak. Choose the best words when you talk to your wife, when you talk to your husband, your parents, your children. Choose beautiful words when you speak to those whom you have employed or those who are your employers. Choose the best words when you speak to clients, when you speak to those who don't like you. Choose beautiful words. That's a mu'min. That is paradise in the making, my brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. I think I just touched on the topic. The time is up. But at the same time, I hope I've introduced it to, to myself and yourselves to make us more interested in the little deeds that we see through the day and night, subhanAllah. So many things that we could do to earn the pleasure of Allah. Do not belittle a small deed, even if it means giving milk to a cat. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. I hope that doesn't start off a huge argument in the home because sometimes there is a stray cat that we are trying to get rid of and someone might just use this as evidence to say, you know what, bring it on. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. Remember, it's more important for you to maintain peace in the home and for you to arrive at a common understanding and for you to be able to compromise when it comes to matters that are not strictly halal and haram. Yes, if it is strictly halal and haram, you may want to stick to the opinion and educate others regarding it in the most beautiful manner. But when it comes to matters that you're allowed to compromise upon or regarding, trust me, to give up your opinion sometimes is an act of worship. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala Muhammad.